if we end up talking about dogs, so be it. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome back to Coach Class with me, Don Birch. Birch? I can't even remember my own name. Blimey, it's going to be one of those days. You're joining us on International Women's Day, and I'm absolutely delighted to welcome onto the podcast Francis, who is, and I've already called you Francis, Fran. That's all right. Don't worry, Dom. Don't oh, worry. Well, we've gone Sunday names, but it's because it's such a big day, right? It's International Women's Day, but um, <laughs> it's all going wrong and we've not even got started. Anyway, listen, let's talk about Fran. Fran is a coach and um, whose specialism is actually helping female entrepreneurs who are feeling a bit overwhelmed. She's got 17 years of experience working for large HR corporate companies, and she's been in many, many sectors from professional services, aerospace, logistics, and the public sector. Listen, there's so much more, Fran, I could say, but I'd rather just get chatting. How are you? And welcome to the podcast. Yes, great to be here with you. Really great chatting. I'm going to hit you with my Merlin from First Dates Hotel question. What brings you to coaching? What brings me to coaching? Mm. So as you described in your intro, my background's HR, one and two senior levels as well. So uh, the latter part of my HR career, I've been supporting leaders um, with their leadership teams. And actually a chunk of that is all been about coaching and supporting them and their teams to kind of step into their best best selves and manage quite challenging situations, change and all of that stuff that happens within organisations. Always been fascinated about human behaviour and why people do what they do and say what they say and all of that, that great stuff. But also, I've, I've always just been fascinated in, in that side of things. So, you know, it felt for me like a good next step, like an almost linked next step for me to kind of step into coaching because that was the element of my role that I really really enjoyed but yeah so that's how I kind of ended up stepping into the unknown into self-employment back in 2019 before any of the pandemic came along and kind of setting myself up initially as a dog walker you know a busy corporate career led me to needing a bit of a, a break and I knew I wanted to do something else I knew that um, the coaching thing was something that I was really interested in and I wanted to take that forward perhaps, but I needed to give myself a bit of a break. And also I was very conscious that um, I was probably in quite a comfortable place that I could have stayed in for some time. So for me, I needed to make myself uncomfortable and that meant stepping into the unknown. So um, I was a dog walker for a bit of time, gave myself a bit of time to think about, is this coaching thing really the next step for me? And I decided it was. For me, it was important to be um, trained as a coach, although it's not regulated, as we know, Dom. I did my training with Barefoot that summer. And at the end of the summer, I was an entrepreneur with a dog walking business and setting up a coaching business. So quite different from a business partner within the public sector. And all BC, all before COVID, a, a sort of a, a funny time in all of our lives because we kind of like think, oh, it was only the other year and then we realised it was four years ago because it was before the horrible pandemic. What was it about or what what did you learn doing something completely different, right? Setting up a business, becoming a dog walker, taking that time out. But I'm sure you learned an awful lot in that role that is something that you bring into your coaching practice today what what the, and I don't mean in terms of like behavioral of dogs clearly right but but there will be things that you'll have you know you'll have been out in nature an awful lot you'll have had time to reflect you'll have had to be 
quite present and in the moment with those dogs because actually walking one dog is challenging but walking a collective of dogs I'm sure is you've got to have your wits about you so what what kind of things did you pick up through that period that, that you've brought into your practice now? Yeah, it is very different, isn't it? Talking to a fellow dog owner, um, but also walking with dogs every day and being present, being out in nature, just felt like a real privilege, um, actually, and just came up naturally as a as an option. Um, and for me, it kind of yeah, absolutely, it means that you have to stay present. I tended to attract customers that had young dogs so you know training them into you know from puppies and all of that good stuff which meant kind of perhaps sometimes a little quite a lot of running around and uh, keeping definitely your wits about you but what I what I learned from those times was several things that actually reflect a lot of time to reflect even though I was present in the moment I was able to reflect and say actually I don't feel like perhaps for years I've been present a lot of the time, you know, that kind of back burner where you think you're always list, you're always kind of thinking of something else. I feel like perhaps, you know, my corporate career had, had meant that for quite a lot of the time I was doing that and it felt like a shift for me. And it almost felt like I was coming off autopilot and actually becoming aware, very aware of spaces around me, the environment. I mean, I loved being in nature. It, it gives you such a calming effect. You know, anybody will know this from, you know, if you take a take a walk outside for a good half an hour or or perhaps longer, it makes such a shift in your in how you see things. Um, it's just so good for you. And I just had the greatest time doing that, that role. It really taught me a lot about remaining present, that present actually is the only time that we can control. So yes, worry, worrying about the future, what might happen or what has happened in the past and how it might affect your future is really kind of a waste of time. Although our human brains, as we know, Dom, is that's how they're set up. We're set up for survival, aren't we? So um, yeah, it taught me a lot about, okay, what do I want? And actually it's it helped me kind of think about, you know, the planet in a, in a bigger way really um always been something that I'd been focused on in terms of you know doing my bit for that kind of recycling and all that type of thing and sustainability but actually that came to the fore a bit more during that time yeah. and I started to read more articles about um about climate change and watch more things on tv which frankly at that time were quite overwhelming I got to a quite an overwhelming space what can I do what what possibly can I do against this huge agenda and the systemic challenge that we've got here around the climate? But I guess working through that a little bit, I kind of decided to take some action that I had within within my control. So things like, you know, just little basics, like thinking about how long I'm taking a shower for and getting a composter and that type of thing. And, you know, even though those are little tiny changes, they're still quite challenging to do when you've got into a habit of putting everything in the black bin or, you know, you've got into the habit perhaps of um, like like we had um, in separating out your plastic and your cardboard, but actually food waste was still going straight in the bin and it, it still kind of took some time to embed that, that change. So I've got a whole hot composter now, which is brilliant. And I've had that for a little bit of time now. I've still not kind of built up the courage necessarily to 
to um, do get lot, my first lot of compost out of it, but that's something for the for the spring. So I'm just building mm. up to that. Sounds like <laughs> yeah, that first big stir of the compost and the heat coming from it. Um, so butterfly development, then the company that you've created, and and the three words that you've chosen underneath it: discover, transform, and fly. Why those words? What do, what did those words evoke for you, and, and why are they so important? So for me, discover is all about knowing yourself about discovering your own confidence your own resilience your own resolve to actually see yourself as part of the solution so for me you know that with the coaching work that I do is very much about okay who am I you know whether it's leadership or or not it's it's, a, it's all about kind of what makes me tick and what's important to me it's kind of resolves it kind of almost reflects the journey that I've been on to some extent um, so really getting to understand what what I'm all about and what I stand for and what I what really gets me passionate and what really gets me annoyed and all the rest of it. So, you know, discovery is all about kind of finding that out about yourself and then feeling comfortable with it and also then being able to shout about that and chat about your opinions and, and talk about topics just like the, the climate crisis and see yourself as having just as much of an input as anybody else. The transform bit is where you can see where actually your actions, just like a butterfly effect, can um, impact others to take action. So by you taking action, you can show others a way through what sometimes can feel like an insane world, can't it? I mean, you know, the pandemic, where did that come from? We we feel like we've lost two or three years, don't we, um, that time? Because actually we had so much time at home doing a lot of thinking and all of that good stuff that, that I think that has spurred some of the shifts that we're seeing in society and in in organisations, really. And the fly is all about actually once you have discovered your confidence and your resolve and who you are and you are comfortable in kind of shouting about that and what you stand for and talking to others about that and conf- confident to have a debate about somebody who might have different uh, ways of looking at things and being open to that as just a human being um, and taking all of the other things away, the prejudices and the stereotypes and just having a human to human interaction can lead you into a place where actually you'll end up doing the things that you're really passionate about. And therefore the energy that you need for that will help you help you through that next stage. If it's, it's challenging and tricky and be able to fly quite frankly, and just do everything that you kind of maybe only dreamt of some time ago. So that's what the words mean mean to me. And that's why um, that's the kind of journey that I've been on and, and what I kind of have um, in partnership with any client that I work with through coaching that I do. Now, when we secretly caught up the other day, which, you know, I'm tending to do now, what with prepping for these interviews rather than winging them, (laughs) you you said to me that you're a persistent optimist. Yeah. And, you know, I I sense that from just, you know, how you describe your own journey. And and I guess when we've all been through some formal training of coaching, then we kind of have to sit with it for a little while and, and let it figure out or we are drawn towards where is it that our expertise our superpower our passion our our drive if you like where does that overlap with where we perceive we can be at our best to help other people and 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 are you kind of figuring that out then so you've kind of like you know some people call it a niche other people will just say that 
you know, I have a real expertise in this area and therefore I'm, I'm attracted towards people who, who, who need that in return. How, how's that sort of panning out for you post, you know, post barefoot? Yeah, absolutely, Dom. I think at the time I was kind of, yeah, absolutely thinking, what is my niche? Do I need to have one and all that good stuff? And actually, what's a, it has evolved for me, although if you'd said that back to me just after the training, I probably would have been like, what? It evolves? How does you? How does that work, you know, in terms of a niche? I wouldn't necessarily describe it as a niche. I think for me, it's about what I'm drawn to passionately and what I'm curious in and what I see around me as well. So I don't see, I don't hold myself or would describe myself as an expert in climate change or sustainability. But what I would say is I'm a persistent optimist about the fact that I believe that female leaders um female entrepreneurs have a real part to play in inspiring action around the climate agenda inspiring other people to take action but also we need them to step into their authentic like unique leadership styles um because they bring something different to the table than what we've seen before um and i think what i see um certainly what i've felt myself is this topic of climate change is so overwhelming and you can lose yourself in it so easily. But actually, if you break it down into leading by example and really figuring out what you're about and talking to people about that, actually the community that you can build through that is really quite a powerful one. You know, it's about supporting each other in achieving kind of something that we've never faced before, right, as a human being. I I know that sounds grandiose, but the climate change issue is massive. You know, it means whether or not the human race exists on this planet in years to come. And when I'm thinking about that and the the shifts for me were around, actually, if my niece and nephew, who are my two nephews and my niece, ask me in 10 years' time, um, and I say 10 years because from the climate research out there, kind of the next 10 years are are an important, really, really important um, time frame. That actually, if they ask me in 10 years time, what did you do, Auntie Fran? That question or that thought and that image in my mind has woken me up at night. It has literally made me go, what are we doing as a human race? We're all on autopilot. What, you know, what can we do around this situation? And actually, I don't. And what it led me to answer is, well, I want to be able to say to them that I have done something. I want to say to them that I have supported female leaders to be stood up and be heard and find their voice and have a really big impact on the solutions. Because I truly believe that there, we can do something about this. I believe, like I said, a persistent optimist that. Actually, we can address this issue. We have been through a pandemic. We've had to shift things online within a blink of an eye. And we've done that. That gives me um, hope and um, the feeling that we can do this. But not only that, there's there's other instances, isn't there, that actually we think, well, we've put a man on the moon. I mean, the human race is and the human body is an exceptionally complicated kind of system and actually i believe that if we put our resources and our minds together 
we can achieve and we can address it in a way that leaves the planet into in a better place for our children, for our nieces, our nephews. And actually, isn't that what it's all about? Because if we're not doing that, what are we doing as, a, as human beings on this planet? Perfectly said. Well, Fran, I think that's just like tied a bow on our conversation. I don't think we could go anywhere better than leaving it at that point. Fran Lee Rogers, owner of Butterfly Development. If you want to find out more about Fran and what she's up to, you can go to her website, which is butterflydevelopment.co.uk or just look for Fran Lee Rogers on LinkedIn and I'm sure you'll find her. Fran, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for spending some of International Women's Day with me. Um, really inspirational to hear your story and I'm sure it's going to resonate with, uh, with some of the people who listen to this podcast. And if it does, then please get in touch. Let us know what you think. But in the meantime, Fran, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Dom. I've really enjoyed the conversation today.